have officially been cleared for communication with the Is It Sick Talk Show! Your contacts require immediate communication. Your first contact, codename, Greek Dog. Facts don't change people's minds, but I've been thinking about this a lot with uh, like Cornel West, because Cornel West is, is somebody that... If we're going to have hope, we do have to believe that someone like him can go out there and like change some minds. Brandon had just turned 21 five days before he died. We're at Skeeps, school keepers. I can't believe we went to Skeeps for his 21st birthday, but... You don't give... When you're 20... When you just turned 21, you don't give a fuck what bar it is. That's something you build later, like you become a bar snob the older you get. And the Hungarian Iron God. And in South Carolina, there's paper mills and pluff mud on, uh, in, in Charleston, and they, they stink like fucking skunky cabbage. So uh, Cali Bass became cabbage ass, and then anytime we smelled it when we were driving over a bridge in Charleston, we just started yelling cabbage ass at each other. Cabbage ass! She's 15, you pervert! <laughs> she was always really. Years old. You're only supposed to blow the bloody doors off! And welcome to the Interstate Talk Show. That's right. A little Michael Caine for you. Child, Child please. This is where we talk about stuff. It's Luke, Steve, Mike. We're here. You know, we got a lot of emails today, too. We got to cover. Yeah. I just saw you that. Back. I was like, whoa, shit. We got a real ice. We got a bevy of emails. By the way, before we went on the air here, we were talking about perverts at Arby's when we were younger. Uh, we also <laughs> talked about Luke's, uh, Luke's first official date and whether or not he pulled a Bobert. And also, gleaming yeah, yeah. versus gleaning. Gleaming versus gleaning. Maybe that'll be the title. Oh, I got another one for you, Gov. Uh, what do you think is the difference between wary and weary? Because I think I hear you use them on Palazzo Entertainment. Oh, wary and weary. Yes. yes. Uh, if I'm wary, I okay, if I'm weary, I'm definitely <laughs> like, you know, uh, I got some doubts. I'm a little hesitant. I'm concerned. Nope, nope. Weary That's is weary. Tired. Weary is when you're, you know, weary is just straight tired. Yeah. Oh, okay. There you go. The more you know. That's what you get here on the <laughs> talk show. Then, uh, this is a pot. How about Stephen? How about wary and leery? Uh, yeah. Pre- pretty interchangeable. What about leering? Cognates. Leering of people is bad. You say cock ring? Is a cock? Cognates. I've never used a cock ring. Oh. That, has anyone ever really used a cock ring? Honestly, come on. Let's hear it. All right, yes. yeah. You guys have. Cool. All right. And honestly, there's never been one around for me this so long. Uh, mine vibrate. Oh, no shit. That's cool. Yeah. Or there's some new toy out, too. Some new it's sex toy to guys are using to... I don't know what it's called, but it's... I guess it's pretty pleasurable. It was the first and only... First and only sex toy experience uh, I think I ever... Oh, no. I ever had. That's sad. Some, I have a child. I guess so it depends on your, depends on your opinion, or or it's just beginning. Maybe it goes. Ah, maybe it just goes like completely out, just like out of control from here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I. <laughs> well, those bullets <laughs> that buzz. This woman, I met a girl at a hotel once, and she, I never knew her. I just met her at the hotel in Canton, Northville, on two seventy five in two thousand ten. I was bored in June, and she showed up with a vibrating bullet thing that she wanted to shove in my ass while we fucked, and. Uh, we did you that. Said, yeah, sure, I did that. Yeah, and we never talked. I thought to her you again. were making it sound like you had never done that. Oh, I hadn't done <laughs> that never, thing. Well, you yet, never used so. a cock ring. Okay, you never. Used I never used ring. the vibrating bullet thing. That I didn't know this woman at all. She was not attractive. I don't know what it is about not being attractive, but you can still have <laughs> sex with someone. What does that say about somebody? 
Like, so that means I really am attracted uh, to them, but I'm just shy about the conventional mores, like about what people think is basically conventional, ugly versus yeah. attractive. It means you're horny. That's true. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> sometimes it's not that complicated, Steve. That's, that's very true. That's putting it mildly. Anyways, Luke, I'm sorry. You were going to tell a story. I just really interrupted you. I'm terrible. Yeah. You guys uh, go ahead with the story. I'm having a baby meltdown upstairs. I got to uh-huh. check on it. Oh, perfect time. We and Steve, talking. that's the best part by having three people on the show. Me and Steve can handle it. <laughs> So I remember a time when I was younger, uh, I was in a truck stop bathroom and they had like uh, one of those vending machines on the wall and like everything looked like candy. There was like, it was like French tickler and like flavored condoms. Mm. And I didn't know what the fuck they were, but I thought they were candy. So it's like, <laughs> dad, why are they selling candy in the fucking bathroom? That's disgusting. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> and that, that was our first almost foray into uh, the birds and the bees talk which i eventually never got from them oh no 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 really really did need the sex ed class in uh fucking sixth grade how am i not myself yep dude oh why is that i watched uh kinsey recently you know the liam neeson from 2004 about alfred kinsey who was a guy for those that don't know he kind of Got things rolling a little bit in our prude-ass culture in the 1940s. I think he released his first volume about the male sexual routine. You know, the the sexuality of men in America, basically. And, you know, (laughs) I just think about, like, what a fucking backwards-ass country this is sometimes with the violence and the sex. You know, sex is awful. Violence is a total free-for-all. And it's just, it's too late. It's our, All the damage has been done. That's what I think about when I think about that for some reason. Uh, I've also noticed, uh, like, dating younger women now, that they, they seem to have some sort of expectation of, like, um, Spitting? you're going to do all porn stuff with them. Spit in their mouths? Choke them? Yeah, all this fucking crazy shit. And I'm like, no, I, like, I'm, I'm fine with just missionary. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. So that, I, that thing, that kind of proves what I had heard from some other people about men's expectations now. Men in, uh, who are like 20, 18 to 20, they grew up with this porn that's been, you know, fucking browsers and bang bus for the last 25 years, 20 years. And yeah, that women don't, want to do that necessarily but sadly in a situation where they want to please the guy they like they will do that stuff like i'm not saying they're down with it but they you know it's like the classic scenario where you do things you wish you hadn't done because you like somebody and unfortunately some of that shit is just totally bogus yeah choking i just won't do like not doing it yeah i'm not a prude i'm just saying like choking doesn't sound fun to me i i don't it's it's not yeah i mean but uh yeah like a little hair pulling or something if it's asked for sure i can do that but how am like, i not myself i don't know. I feel like choking's too far and well, i definitely don't want like you know to spit in someone's mouth <laughs> what's the fucking point of that mm. how is that arousing no mm. no 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 i look for uh any drops that have the word sex in it and all it is is sexy beast drops so oh there you go uh, not a bad thing necessarily but i don't have any oh roasting man. Oh, Oh, God. We love that movie so much. Pride in the groaner, you'll be there. You will, I told Ted you're doing it. Don't you show me up. No, I won't be there. You will, you missed the round tree. 
<laughs> no. Yes, Browntree. No. Yes, Grosvenor. No, Don. Friday. I won't be there. You will. No, Don. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> so fucking intense. I mean, honestly, honestly, if I really slow my roll here and step back, I truly think that is one of the greatest performances I've ever seen on film. I'm not trying to be hyperbolic with that. I really don't. It's incredible. It is. It's a movie that most it's people... It's really great. It's a movie that came and went. I mean, there's a lot of people who've seen it who love it. We love it. It's hilarious, but it's also a well-told story. It's got great acting and, you know, the contrast of England versus hot Spain and all that shit. And ah, It's just... He's just so fucking on in that movie, and it's never... It doesn't ring false to me. He's so out there, but that's that character. That's who Ben Kingsley's playing. That guy, Don Logan, is just a fucking nut. Yeah, and it, and that that creates so much tension in the film. Like, <laughs> yes! Uh, because you don't you don't know just how fucking crazy this guy is. So you feel like at any point anything could fucking happen. <laughs> and like that's that makes the violence like, you know, oh, it's like waiting for the shoe to drop and then like a violence happens and it's like <laughs> disturbing do it yeah yeah this, he's truly unpredictable in in the best it's way though like a, it's it's not like you know hawaii 50 the reboot on tv and like everything's oh. fucking sanitized like old people tv like ncis oh my god remember i always have this memory of coming over to your house back on back in heartland uh oh, was it carroll street Carly June. Carly June. Shit, I can't believe I forgot that one. Because Ken DeBoard lived there too, and and right. actually, I thought of John. And Ray Hunter. I thought of John Wesley last week. I was at a Meyer, and I thought oh, yeah. I saw a guy. I was like, "Is that John Wesley?" And then I said, "All these flooded memories of this guy, John Wesley, that we went to high school with." <laughs> <laughs> Used to give me rides all the time. We'd listen to the to the Toadies. Oh, big Toadies fan. I didn't know that about John Wesley. Yeah, he was tall. He was, he was like also, six five. Like, yeah, big dude. Was it him or his friend that like ended up becoming like a neurosurgeon? Oh shit! I have no idea. I didn't get the uh, the follow up, the buzz on John Wesley. Uh, uh, just thought he was a I funny forget. guy. He was a funny guy. He played tennis. He was a on the varsity tennis team when I was on JV as a freshman. I remember. Oh, he's a huge bozo. He was. He was a total bozo, but uh, he he could play. He was good. He was good. He was long, long and lanky. He had wingspan. That's for sure. But who's it? <laughs> Oh, what's the fucking name of that girl? Uh, oh, yeah. He had like an above ground pool. And I remember seeing uh, uh, Amy Polinsky's tits. <laughs> wow, dude. That was tight. Wow, man, that's awesome. Did she ever say, don't you ever fart on my tits again? No, because I didn't fart on her tits. That's putting it mildly. Obviously. <laughs> Uh, obviously, but farted in her face. Oh well, I mean, if she's on the chair, if she's laying out sunbathing, and you're walking by, and her face is at butt level, I mean, that's gonna happen. It's so, crop dust. Yeah, total dusting. It's natural. The last it's, one. It's just part of the pool environment, really. But I imagine telling someone it's natural after farting in their face. <laughs> We're being a Why, bitch. Man, natural. We're being a bitch. It's natural. Just a bodily function, bro. God, the word bitch. Why are you mad? I don't I don't like I never use the word bitch, but it's very popular in American culture. I prefer bish. Bish. Wonder why they call you bish? Uh, <laughs> by the way, they caught Tupac's killer. Were you really excited about that, everybody? Congratulations! After all this time, when it really almost literally means nothing now. 
Like it has such little value and meaning at this point after what twenty six years since he's been gone. <laughs> oh, we finally got him. That didn't well, move me. I didn't feel a sense. I mean, of there's still going to be like fun conspiracy theories, though. Right. That's the other thing. All those conspiracies that came with it. I mean, people made documentaries and people have probably there's a fucking industry around Tupac's death for decades. And this is a cottage industry. Yeah. It's not going to change shit. It's still people will still come up with conspiracies because even when you give people direct information that is true to the T with evidence, people still not everybody will believe these things. There's things that people will never believe are true that are absolute facts. So who do you think uh, blew up the Nord Stream? The who? Nordstrom's? Nordstream? Nordstream. I don't know what Nordstream is. What's that? The gas pipeline between Russia and Germany. Oh, fill me in. I don't know the deets. What's the story? Oh. Uh, it was blown up. It was sabotaged. Oh. And this is bad. It's, it's not good for oh. Russia. So, what's the conspiracy it, on this benefits- one? Well, it could benefit Ukraine. It could benefit Poland. It could benefit uh, United States if the uh, pipeline was destroyed before the other one was. Uh, there's Nord Stream One and Two. Okay. But uh, there was there was like a yacht that was chartered by. It was a German yacht called the Andromeda that was chartered by. Fuck, I think y- Ukrainians with Bulgarian passports on behalf of a. Ukrainian company that was owned by like two Ukrainian women or something. Anyway, there's there's a theory that uh, that boat was used and they used like uh, weapons from like so there were there was a lot of like U.S. exercises in the Baltic Sea at this point too. So uh. like it could have been then like where the charges were laid. Uh, I don't know. I know there's like there's a guy who like. Uh, who got like off the shelf, like undersea rover, like I think it was like ten thousand dollars, and then for another ten thousand dollars, chartered a boat. Uh, got the permission of I think it was the Swedish government to, uh, like I think he or maybe it was the Danes, but like it was international waters. But you still had to, I think somehow get like permission to do this. But he got permission for scientific purposes, uh-huh. and he found like one of the charges that didn't go off. So, like, they know, like, kind of what did it. But, like, no one no one who was, like, uh, doing the news story at the time, I think they only used sonar. Like, they didn't actually send a vehicle down with a camera on it. They got, like, a super high-resolution camera and looked at it. But, yeah, it's, a, it's interesting to think about. They killed so you. Fun you have to die honorable and noble death. Fuck. So, this is in the Baltic Sea, huh? Hmm. Yeah. Baltic Avenue. Uh, it's been, so, who are the... This is. Been, <laughs> This was this is a pipeline between Russia and another country. Do I understand that, or is that between someone else? Russia and Germany. Russia and Germany. Okay, great. Well, so they're connected. Yeah, they're connected right into right into sports. They're con- no, we're talking about a pipeline, the Nord Stream pipeline that was blown up, Nord Stream One and Two, which I'm learning thanks to Steve that was connecting Cy Germany Hirsch. and Russia together like finger cuffs. Finger cuffs. <laughs> oh. That's a great name Goddamn finger cuffs. Yes! God. That's, a, that's like how the guy, uh, John from Arby's, the, the fucking pervert. <laughs> that's how he would talk. Like a pair of goddamn finger Yeah, like cuffs. fucking Koei. Koei <laughs> London. God, that's so gross. Oh, goddamn man. Chinese finger cuffs, you fuck. Terms? Finger cuffs. <laughs> think, about, think about Affleck's goateed 
like disinterested face saying it like this in this low tone. Finger cuffs. He's not excited <laughs> at all. It's not like an exciting finger cuffs. Like actually, Corey Lundy, the character in Chasing Amy, who talks about finger cuffs, he says it much more passionately. This is finger cuffs. Yeah, it's not as exciting. Well, who's your favorite new kid? Call me Donnie. <laughs> finger cuffs. Anyways, uh, so oh Luke, you missed it. We were talking about John Wesley while you were gone. That was fun. So. Oh man, the guy that was on uh, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Was he? What? The guy yeah, from Harlem? He, he was on one of those. Yeah, he was on one of those shows. He won. Uh, I think he won fifty grand. Whoa! It's on. Oh. It's on um, it used Wait, so, to be like so on quit? YouTube. Like used used all his lifelines, got up to. 50 I don't know if it was who wants to be a millionaire or if it was a different one, but he was on a talk show and he won like fifty grand. Yeah, a game show. I, I used to piss off my show, yeah, all the looked, time by yelling uh, "millionaire" like a uh, Slumdog Millionaire, where that guy always says "millionaire." <laughs> this is. He doesn't hit the ya in million. He just says millionaire. That's a movie we should do on Cinema Nine. I haven't uh, seen that in a long time. I don't think you should. Oh, that's but that's exactly why we should bring it up because some people aren't sure anymore. Did it hold up? Does it hold up? That's the whole point. That's fun. But ooh, actually, you should because (laughs) zing. Now you should you should bring that up just to make everyone uncomfortable. Well, I don't. That's not my zing. Okay, fine. Uh, We got a billion emails. Why not? Excuse me? What'd you say, Steve? Frida Pinto. Pinto? Yeah. Frida Pinto. Uh, We got a bunch of emails from Frida Pinto, Taco Bell the movie, KFC. Uh, Let's take it all the way back. This one, by the way, because, yeah, we didn't do a show. uh, uh, I have to take full responsibility for all everything. All the faults are fine. I am happy to. Wow, This one's from Joe. So this is CNC. All the the faults are not fine. fine. All the faults. CNC Music Factory is the title of this email, which gets me excited. It's from Joe, our buddy Joe, who likes to email the show from time to time. Thanks, Joe, for being here. He says, hey, guys. Not sure if Mike knew and just didn't get to it, but in case he doesn't, the person not credited on CNC Music Factory's hit, Gonna Make You Sweat, Everybody Dance Now, was best known as one half of the duo of the Weather Girls. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Who had an 80s hit with It's Raining Men. Of course I know It's Raining Men, the Weather Girls. Hallelujah. That makes sense. I mean, holy wow. shit! That was that was the woman that was not credited on CNC Music Factory. That's- can we can we talk about all the songs that uh, that were named wrong so that they have to include the hook as part of the title in parentheses? <laughs> That's fun. You got another There's one. So many fucking songs like that. Give me another one. Good one. Oh, I, I okay. can't think of any. Pull up right a list. Now, like, give, yeah, give me a list. Uh, <laughs> But, yeah, we talked about this on the last show we did about, I said how that woman who did the Everybody Dance Now, she got totally screwed by CNC Music Factory. Not only did they put another woman like uh, as the profile pictures for the band, the group, if you will, but they also put a completely different woman in the music video that wasn't her at all. So ridiculous. So I'm glad Joe brought this up. But uh, this woman was part of the Weather Girls for this hit, It's Raining Men. This always makes me think of In Living Color. It's the first time I ever heard the song was for that stupid segment. I used to love that segment with Jim Carrey and I think uh, David Allen Greer, where they play like these two gay guys talking about movies with the snaps. You guys remember that shit? Oh, my God. That was wild. Three, six, like six snaps and a whatever. And then like they do like yep. the S. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yep. yes. I used to love. I, so fact, they, I haven't thought about that in fucking forever. 
<laughs> I mean, that's like if there was any sketch that was the origin of Key and Peel, I feel like that's exactly it. <laughs> that's putting it. That's in a good mind. call, dude. Yeah, that was a. I mean, I loved like Fire Marshal. Fire Marshal Bill was awesome, but that no. segment was also huge. It was like Homie the Clown, Fire Marshal Bill, and that. Those were like some of the three of their biggest sketches they had on a Living Color that were big hits. So. There is the the greatest sketch, uh, <laughs> the greatest sketch of all. I almost don't even want to bring it up because I don't want to like ruin it. Um, but do you remember the Juice Weasel? Oh my, yeah, my brother. My brother will send me memes of this, and he Jim Carrey just goes yes. Finger. And he's got the white hair and the gigantic. Gigantic eyebrows. Yes, and I have been trying for like four or five years. I've been trying to find the goddamn sweatshirt so I could like do the juice weasel for Halloween. Uh, I gotta find that show now that I'm in couples costume territory. um, That's that's free free game for everybody. Oh, Steve just gave me a big list, by the way. Yeah, Whitney Houston. I want to dance with somebody. Parentheses. Who loves me? It's (laughs) the end of the world as we know it by REM. Parentheses. And I feel fine. I didn't know when I feel fine was actually no. part of the title. <laughs> so I stupid. Don't like that. I don't know. I just I just Googled people's song titles and a New York Times list showed up. So uh sitting on, sitting on, sitting on ass, sitting on talking about baby. Good at what? Sitting on ass? <laughs> sitting on is in parentheses. The so the title's the dock of the bay, sitting on. Hmm. I didn't know that either. That's pretty wild. I thought. Wait a minute. Sitting on is it? What's the official sitting on ass? Official title. (laughs) This is such a stupid. We used to say this nonstop. Could it what? Sitting on ass. Sitting on ass. (laughs) What are you doing? You told me to lead, follow, or get out of the way, so I got out of the way. (laughs) That's a. Supposed to embarrass you and get fucking do something. (laughs) Idiocracy. Could it what? Sitting on ass. Uh, Janet Jackson, love will never do. Parentheses without you. Okay. Yep. Well, your point is absolutely made, clearly. Uh, But back to Joe's email. He said, um, so yeah, uh, she was also did vocals for a ton of dance club house music hits throughout the years. The more you know, soundbite, soundbite soundbite.mp4. Did you just type that out instead of actually providing it? I mean, we did vocalize it. He's. He closes his email, the more you know, soundbite.mp4. But it's not a file. He just wrote this. There's no link. <laughs> he wrote it. <laughs> cheers, because that's not the end. Of it. Cheers, Joe Lowry. Thanks, Joe. No, we got another perfect. cheers. Everyone heard it, Everyone heard it in their head. Another anyways. cheers. Yes, that's right, Steve. Cheers is getting a lot of run on this show as a closing. Uh, what? You, oh, you said, Steve, you sent an email about bathroom etiquette? <laughs> Oh yeah! What's the deal with this? Oh, I think I said too. I think it's just uh, screen grabs of uh, oh work God. emails I got that like oh. you could read aloud if you want to. This was the partner that destroyed three floors of plumbing, so we had to leave the building to piss. Oh. <laughs> yes, yep. that's right. We talked about that in the last show too. Uh, uh, another update: the men's room up here will be shut down for the rest of the day. Men need to use the restrooms on the lower level floors. Also, the gym will be shut down for the rest of the day. Apologies for any inconvenience. Oh man, what a blowout! Oh, the other one, the other one I sent is funnier because it's like it's like the boss, like the HR boss lady, like talking about bathroom etiquette. It's so fucking funny. 
Okay, so this one's... <laughs> I am disappointed to have to send this message. But the issues with the bathroom within our space have gotten far... Do it, do it in Michelle Govier saying urine soaked. <laughs> okay. That's, there's nothing funnier than that, and I'm just so sad I never heard... I didn't hear it live. It just it bothers me, <laughs> but I feel like I... I feel like I get it just knowing your mom. That's putting it mildly. Oh, I am disappointed to have to send this message, but the issues with the bathroom within our space have gotten far worse recently. Please be conscientious. This bathroom is not your personal bathroom, but rather a shared space within the conference corridor accessed by all visitors to the firm. Unpleasant odors drift throughout the conference corridor and pantry. Additionally, some folks do not clean up after themselves. Please have consideration for others and use the public restrooms outside of our space to avoid unpleasant odors within our space. Please also understand that no member of the staff is charged with cleaning the bathroom after your use. Clean up after yourself. Wipe the seat. Put the seat down. Wipe down the sink, etc. For the present time, the bathroom will remain unlocked, but if these issues continue, the bathroom will be made unavailable for use by all. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> what Dude, a fucking start talking to The threat of shutting down bathrooms at the work at the office. These are adults. Insane. This is like an office of adults. <laughs> Nobody goes to the bathroom. A stern talking to from HR. God damn. Could it what? Sitting on ass? Somebody's not very good at sitting on ass in that bathroom. Like, any bathroom related full on all users email blast is <laughs> the fucking best. Yeah. Blast is the appropriate terminology, too. That's putting it mildly. All right. Uh, the <laughs> meta. Email blast. Big toilet. Um, yeah, it's back. Blast <laughs> it's blast. Back. Bring it back. I'm retired. Taking it back. It's like uh, Joey with whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Joey's back. Zing. Uh, we'll get to that later. This one's from Finn Gurr, by the way, who's continuing to email. By the way, Finn Gurr, excellent email last time out. I, I laughed. I thought it was direct. Word. It was pretty solid. So let's see what Finn Gurr has to say this week. Word up. Listen, I got to come clean. Ooh, okay. I didn't listen to your show this week. Linda was mm. all up my ass about Stacy and Craig didn't get that thing done. <laughs> You guys ever have one of those days? One of those days where everything is fucked and everybody sucks? <laughs> oh, God. Well, I had one of those days. I, yep. I bet you didn't Here talk about a telescope or PB&J. Probably didn't think that article was cool either. Hmm. Okay. I'm living in a... I'm living in a living nightmare. <laughs> I'm living in a living nightmare with three exclamation points. Holy shit. Wow. That's... I'll keep it short, as I can't respond to anything you said on the show because, like I said, I didn't listen. My cousin found this digital copy of Hustler in Woods, you know, on the fact that it's 2023 and print media is dead. Anyways, there was this article in there about how some guys like to think dirty thoughts about feet. My <laughs> Child's Foot Monthly. My cousin says feet Christ, is are... This, from like, this is from like 1986 or something. Uh, that foot fetish is... <laughs> that's, that's full throttle at this point. My cousin says feet are sexy. I think he's a fucking dumb rube. 
Do you do you guys think my cousin <laughs> is an asshole he's, too? He's no, he's being he's being manipulated by Bigfoot. <laughs> Did his cousin used to coach the New York Jets? Hey! <laughs> wow, dude. Oh my god, that's funny. Do you guys think my cousin is an asshole too? <laughs> Um, I, I don't know. We don't. Do we know your uh, asshole cousin? No, we don't. So. Christy, get down on your knees so Sabrina can see your asshole. Uh, <laughs> I think. Do you guys think my cousin's an asshole too? Oh, and Stacy wants me to ask you if it's more cool to play video games or play golf. I told her that you could play Tiger Woods golf and to stop being so clingy because Linda is not cool with her hanging around my workstation all the goddamn time. Tiger Woods versus Golden Tee. Discuss. All right. Good God. Uh, I've never been one of those Golden Tee people. I know it's like a cult. I've never been into that cult. So That's fun. Okay, it's fun. So it's a good time. But you can play the game and not have to like dedicate your life to it every time you go to a bar? Uh, yeah, oh, like you okay. still want to like talk to people while you're at the bar. <laughs> you can't just go to the Golden Tee and play like 18 holes. Can't just sit on ass. Could it work? Cost probably like sitting $10. on ass. God probably, damn! Yeah. To play eighteen holes, like you can just get it. Yeah, like you can just get is a it like, all at home. Is it timed? Isn't it? It's like the number of. Holes and I always fucking pinch myself in that goddamn trackball thing. <laughs> like I, I don't walk asshole. away from a game of golden tee without being wounded. <laughs> <laughs> also, can we talk about how schizophrenic that email was? Like. I didn't listen it's to awesome. the show, but I'm assuming this is what happened. <laughs> so he's just basically having a conversation with himself, and I fucking love it. Keep it coming, Finger. I know. Even if you don't listen. I know. Email. I, Everybody, email I, the show, but don't listen. How's that? You know what? This this would be like what's, what's perfect for less like embarrassing. Cereals. What's less embarrassing to reveal on a first date, though? Is it uh, I play video games or I play golf? <laughs> Dude, what is the worst and most embarrassing thing you've had to reveal on a f- first date or even like when you first started dating? I have general uh, awards. Someone asked me directly about my mother really early on. That was weird. Ooh, that is I was weird. Like, I, don't, that was- I don't think I want to tell her anything about this. <laughs> Who the fuck is this asshole? She clearly doesn't know me. Good God. Ooh, she's, she's nice. She sends me birthday cards. <laughs> uh, hi. <laughs> that's, that's as far as I want to go that's right the best now. Best answer. By the way, I'm married. Ever. Yeah. She's nice. Is that man? Oh. Yeah, well, that makes me a real asshole, wouldn't it? Well, I don't play. Um, I remember Tiger Woods Golf. That was, was fun. Was that PlayStation or something? Yeah, it's, a, it's standard EA games for all. PlayStation, yeah, all that shit. Yeah. Uh, Golden Tee, never got into. I just, the, the golf games are, I think they're ridiculous. I, oh, they're silly. He's uh, wrong. Finger's a fucking idiot, Luke. The best golf game of all time by far that he didn't even put on the list is oh, Mario right. Golf for N64. Yeah, the one, That game's yeah. awesome. Oh, yeah. That was fun. Yeah. That was good. It's still because fun. It also, does, it also does all the crazy targets and shit. You can do all that stuff. Yeah. And you golf is that, pretty fun, too. That is the glorified yeah, version of what was, what, was the, what was the PC game where you, you shoot Like Hot Shots Golf cannons. or something like that? No, no, you shoot the cannons and you knock the things over. Like uh, what Angry Birds is? It's the oh, game, I don't know, like original. It's the original game. Doom I know what you're talking about. I forget what it's called. Uh, okay, so it's Angry Birds, but it's like whatever. You have to like type in an angle and a velocity. Yeah, yeah, police quest. And then like you know, oh yeah, that game. Yeah, so fucking fun. Actually, I love that game. Yeah, that game. I could play that for fucking hours, and there's nothing going on in it. Sitting on there's like 
no retro gaming things like you can just play that in a web browser now yeah like internet archive yeah, yeah 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 i dude i just haven't thought about it but i i might actually i might do that because you don't have time for that dude get the fuck like, out of here come on what are you talking about i might be looking for ways to wow dude uh, yeah you were looking there. for ways to waste time that's amazing i wouldn't think you have time to waste that's incredible i'm excited right, for you well that's why you got to look for them jesus christ <laughs> you know all your time playing starfield Oh, yeah. You know what? I actually know what you're talking about. I feel smart because I was on Reddit over the weekend when I was puking on Sunday laying in bed and I read all about it and people talked about how great it was or wasn't. And Starfield is the latest presentation from Bethesda Games. It's a big deal. Could it work? Sitting on ass? Yeah, we're sitting on ass. No. Oh, you know, we didn't we didn't address his... Um cousin's weird foot fucking fetish oh I, feet i don't, I don't get it that. i don't care like, i don't care about feet at i don't all. think yeah i don't think i he's think it's an funny asshole. It, is it is funny, funny. i think i think his i think he should tell his cousin that his cousin is hilarious no and he should laugh at him every time he confides in him any personal information <laughs> yeah he can good share uh he can share wiki feet links with rex ryan <laughs> <laughs> don't forget quentin tarantino <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Damn it! Oh, I don't wait, have a single foot fucking master. <laughs> wait, I'm does Tarantino have? Does he have sexy? I'll be tickling or... enough. Wait, wait! You've never heard this, yeah. Luke? Seriously? Well, you talking about the quote from the movie, or are you talking no? About his it's like fetish. a big, big known thing with Tarantino and a foot fetish in all his movies. Supposedly, there's constant up close shots of feet, and also he's talked about it, like not as like a blatant foot fetish, but it's the pieces have been put together. It's like very common online. That's why I'm surprised hmm. you haven't heard that. Yeah, it's just the the thing is, it doesn't surprise me whatsoever. So I I could even really care less. Feet. I don't even want to do the. I don't want to do the. I'm not going to do the investigation here. But uh, does he have a documented other than? I guess the films are documents. Is he a foot fetishist? He might be. I mean, if he just if he thinks other people are foot fetishists and he puts that in there because it's like unique to him that's one thing but if he goes home and he's i gotta add this to my tinder profile let's <laughs> see what brad pitt says about it <laughs> tinder funny tarantino's laughing right now adam driver doesn't think it's funny thank you my brothers my sisters this means so much um more than i can possibly fathom uh, i want you to know i watch everything i watch you all and Bullshit. the work has been mesmerizing, so I thank you. Can't watch everything. Bullshit. Um, I want no, to thank my uh, at the Pettigrew uh, place. Leo, watches everything. Margot Robbie, Margot Robbie's feet, Margot oh. Pauly's feet, Dakota Fanning's feet. Here it is. Seriously, Quentin has separated more women from their shoes than the TSA. <laughs> That's pretty mild. There you go. Big laughs at that event. Did Quentin laugh? Oh, yeah. He's laughing. He loves it. He oh, he's... All right. Yeah. Yeah, he can't yeah, get it out. He's like... Um, no, no, he enjoyed... Yeah. Yeah, it's like a it's, running gag now. I guess it's it's not like a like an evil obsession, I suppose. Just, no, nobody's been hurt yeah, as far I, as I know. I've never been into it. I don't get it. <laughs> don't fucking get it. Al Pacino's so. not amused at all, it. though. That's putting mm -hmm. it mildly. That? Al Pacino's not amused at all. Anyways, uh, he's in the video. He's just sitting there nodding. That makes sense. Yeah. Al Pacino is like 185 years old. Whoa, dude, don't be an ageist. But yeah, the foot thing, like, 
It just blows right past me. It goes right through me when people, oh, feet. Oh, let's fuck with feet. Like, I just don't care. I don't get it. I think it's funny. Like Steve said, it is funny to me. They're, I have fucking Griffin talons. My feet have always been bogus to a lot of people. Oh, so. Griffin. <laughs> Griffin! You have, you have, Mike, come on. You are on the other side of the spectrum. I bet you could make yourself $10,000 a week. Oh, shit. Oh, those. Showing those Griffin doors yeah, to right. everybody. I got starting OnlyFans ASAP. What am I you thinking? Got to be kidding, me. dude. Yes, no. there are people that are like, no, these feet are not fucked up enough. I need <laughs> to see. I need to see fucking like asymmetrical fucking toe alignment. I need. Uh, I need a yellow toenail. I need a blue one somehow. And I need. <laughs> I just need one that has no toenail at all. But Where I also mad? need six, six on one foot. <laughs> that's you dude you can pull that shit off yeah i'm an idiot ten thousand dollars a week damn it ten thousand a week and you gotta call your you gotta call your channel like something like uh like just griffin toes or something it's gotta griffies, be griffies just griffies griffies yeah those people don't oh. know me i got this weird pinky toe on both feet i was born with like the pinky toes way up it's just <laughs> like on top of the toe next to it for some reason and my mom has the same toe so i got it from her clearly it's a genetic thing so, uh. <laughs> it's like uh, it's like Steve Buscemi's crazy eye when he was crazy. Eyes. <laughs> you just got a crazy pinky. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Instead of eyes, it's just a uh, crazy pinky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You just got uh, gargoyle feet. I don't bother people with my talons. What bug? Who are you bugging? You know, I'm telling you, you're not gonna. Not only will you not bother people, no, probably do the opposite. You're right. Uh, I can't believe I didn't think of this. And then you will be bothered by how excited they are about this. But you will also be a rich man. A rich man. I'm coming right now just thinking about you attaching a raptor claw to that thing. (laughs) Coming in socks? Slice to get you here. Or maybe here, (laughs) spilling the intestines. (laughs) Coming in socks? Big black cocks with pearly white cum? He starts to feed you. (laughs) Alan! (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Sounds like a six foot terror. <laughs> oh, that's love. Okay, so back to the emails, and we got a new one. Back to the hotel. But I hope you leave enough room for my fist because I'm going to ram it into your stomach and break your goddamn spine. Arnold has his way, and Raptors have their way. So there you go. Get lost, dipshit. We need that. We need that. Did you sound bite? Your microphone just changed. Do you sound different now to me? Am I crazy? Yeah. Yeah, it's so I weird. Do. You just sound more tinty all of a sudden. I mean, we can hear you, but yeah, it was weird. You got to keep How about now. Yeah, you sound different. Sound better. Keep talking. You said better, and then you said. Second. You don't sound as oh, deep. No, you sound still a little bit. Yeah, still tinty. Tinty. Still tinty. Oh well, fuck it. Who cares? Just, Show's almost over. It doesn't matter. No. Shut up. Hold on. Shut up. Hold on. <laughs> Sir, right away. Um, the next one's from Mister Pink. And it says, after I stepped in shit. That's the title. That's a, <laughs> So it's kind of like mid-sentence. Or like he's, or maybe he starts a sentence. After I stepped in shit. I might say, so, after I stepped in shit. But depending on how I was talking. Right, Steve? Uh, if you want to talk like a professor, then start every fucking sentence with so. <laughs> yes. So... <laughs> Wow, dude. All right, so this is from Mr. Pink, who uh, I don't know if he's got an email war going on with Finger or not, but there might be something brewing there. I'd like to bring back the rest of my email where I stepped in a big pile of my own shit 
and talked about how our lives are seemingly dictated. My point wasn't about life being a simulation, but rather about control. What made me think about this topic was the show Succession. I know it's a TV show and it isn't real life, but I found it fascinating. That's putting it mildly. I have to believe there is more than a kernel of truth in how the elites are depicted on the show. Oh, boy! Uh, the hardcore nepotism and the f way they speak to each other is wild. Are people running big-ass conglomerates that dumb? Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. Okay. Universal agreement. And do they really act like kingmakers? Yes. Yeah. It's odd that he's bringing up these these topics because I I actually was thinking about this. So Mike, if you want to go and just go ahead and read them. Well, he's the saying that's really what I'm asking. We can definitely. So you yeah. can talk about it now. That's what he's asking. Let's cover that. Go ahead. Yeah, but he says, you know, I'm actually free. Are we actually free? Yada, yada, yada. Oh, yeah. Okay, so from his previous email, am I actually free? Are we actually free? I see a big corporations and I see small groups of people as the ones dictating my life. Yeah. What am I missing? I have come to accept that life is about choices. In the narrow sliver, that is my life and actions, I see the point. I choose to do bad things. I will suffer bad consequences. But I don't see choice beyond that. It seems like it's all chosen for me. What do you guys think? Mm hmm. And his last his last line uh, from who is put in front of me to vote on the highest elected offices of the news that are supported. It feels very curated, of course, to keep you that dumb and stupid. You know what's behind the curtain. If I only had a brain, Mister Pink. <laughs> it's a good sign no. off. It's a good sign off. Uh, he always sends very intriguing. Um, I like the way he. I like. The okay, way so go back to the conglomerates of the people of that own, run like, them. With, are they? Do they really think they're kingmakers? And do they really act the way? If you've never seen the show Succession, people, which not everybody has, it's basically from mm. what we gather. You know, it's the Murdochs. It's like Rupert Murdoch and his family, his sons. It is it them. Is. And basically, you have Brian Cox, the great actor. Brian Cox, love Brian Cox. And uh, <laughs> you get on a, you get in a car, you drive with. <laughs> Did you guys hear that? Oh, fuck off! <laughs> Did you guys see that Cinema Nine where we we did a twenty fifth hour and we did that epic like nonstop joke about Brian Cox's twenty minute monologue to close twenty fifth hour? You get in a car, <laughs> you drive west, oh you pull God. over to a rest stop, you take a shit. <laughs> it's just. You got to go back and check out the 25th hour episode on Cinema 9. For anybody who's ever seen that movie, you're going to laugh. I swear. There's some great Brian Cox humor in there. That had to be that had to be like a year and a half ago. Yeah, it was within the last year, probably. A, all, those, all those shows blur together because they're kind of anyway. evergreen. But yeah, check that one out. So yeah, so basically the show is about Brian Cox, like lording over everybody with his massive empire. You know, he runs a conglomerate. He owns it. And which kid will get it, which one won't. They're all kissing ass. They've all got weird quirks. Some of them are a little more bizarre than others. I don't know if we're in a place to judge, but that's the point. So just to fill people in. I'll just say something right, right up front with just, just in reference to that show that I thought uh, does make it make more sense is that there, are, <clears throat> there, there's almost no reference whatsoever. And there are, are, almost zero fucking working class people at all in that <laughs> show it is yeah it feels um it feels really empty and uh nihilistic and it feels depressing on a level that 
uh, is is strange given how much. Why? Just because he's rich. I mean, you just want to see these fuckers yeah. suffer, uh, but you know the suffering they're causing so is somewhere else. But you you don't really. Greg get was that. the only guy on the show I thought maybe could fill that to, role, but he was also entitled. He's very entitled. So. He's he's entitled, but he was treated like complete scum. Didn't they have to? What what was it like? Fucking were they eating like dog chow or something? I forget in the beginning, like. He like makes them fight for their <laughs> dinner, and they are all like they're all like oinking like pigs. I, I forget exactly. Well, Kieran Culkin's character has got some wild kinks. Like he, what is his kink exactly? Like he likes to. His biggest kink is his biggest kink is fucking like taking absolute enjoyment and laughing at fucking poor people. The very first yeah. episode, he promises that little kid like a million dollars if he hits. Oh, yes. Run. And so the whole family, the whole family, like lets the ground ball go by the shortstop. And then they fake like make oh, that's in right. the outfield. And this I haven't kid seen is that running around the bases and he's so happy. And then at the very last second, of course, they throw his ass out at the end and he goes, well, Sorry, and then he fucking walks off. That's his. That's putting it mildly. That's the kink of literally everybody in the fucking show. But his fucking kink is that he loves being dumb. He's a cuck, he right? Fucking masturbates while yeah. No, no he no, loves no. being he dumb. Loves being that's dumb. why he's into well, Jerry. Yeah, oh, he's, he's not do- a cuck. Okay, yeah. yeah, he wants to be dominated by Jerry. Got it. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> yeah, that's his whole thing. And and you know, uh, exercising like his privilege is uh, you know. Uh, like I'm gonna jizz on my office window today. Yep, because I can do it. That really, <laughs> right? Yes, it does do that. Yep. <laughs> it does do that. Someone else is gonna come by and clean that up for me. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. But what about more towards the point here? Very he good. Pink's what? email here about. Very good. Yeah. Yes, your freedoms are being limited yeah, by wanna... giant conglomerates, and also <laughs> yeah. they're 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 way bigger than that. And more behind the scenes, like. You hear BlackRock, but you don't really understand BlackRock, I don't think, a lot of people. So like, um, so they, they use a software that's been built over the years called Aladdin. Uh, let me remember what that stands for. It's a fucking dumbass backronym. Asset, Liability, and Debt, and Derivative Investment Network. Oh, my God. But it, as of 2020, Aladdin, just that program... That they've been developing, like I think the original was written in like fucking C plus plus, and now they've added other programming languages to help it. But like this, this shit makes trades automatically, and uh, in in a lot of cases, in 2020, it handled over 20 trillion dollars of assets. Guess what the U.S. GDP was in 2020? About 20 trillion. I can't take it anymore. Wow. Wow, dude. So are these people dumb? So people from BlackRock sit on the boards of companies like this and make decisions like the board does in that show. But they're not dumb, right? I mean, they know what they're doing. Some are fucking like the the, like fucking uh, think think about like Don Jr. or something like that. Like, yep, there's fucking dumbasses in all these families. Sure. There, and and like supposed And what do you do with your dumbasses? What do you do with your fucking psychos? What do you do with the ones that are facing uh criminal charges? You have to hide them. You have to like give them jobs. Yeah. Sinecures. I, I mean, I guess I don't know if I would, but I, maybe I would. I don't know. I don't have a fucking fuck up child yet. I don't have a twenty eight year old. 
It just like I don't uh, have a twenty eight year old sunk somebody into the bottom of the river. What, what about a you don't have a hunter biden in your life oh yeah oh forget yeah. hunter it's all about frank this week frank biden's dong that thing was hot Woo! that's putting it mild <laughs> love seeing that this week but yes yeah, so people that are kingmakers and want to be kingmakers <laughs> and they curate and plan out and wow, dictate large swaths of society. That's why we have these ridiculous politics. Right. That plus Citizens United equals, yes, the, the rich people that are making decisions are limiting your freedoms, especially as far as, like, you know, their their willingness to, you know, inflate prices while keeping wages as low as they fucking possibly can. That's right. That's, that's where they make their gains, by keeping you down. But I just think there's yeah, dumb people the in the, the world. Fucking Buttigieg, is, Buttigieg was... Fixing fucking bread prices. Fixing yes, prices. People are idiots in that it realm, but they know what nothing. they're doing. They're not morons. Like there's morons in the realm of these no, not these circles, these high society circles, and powerful people who can clench their fist and crush everybody with basically any of their whims. But they're not all morons. They know what they're doing. So I just want to make that clear. Yes, there's idiots, but there's plenty of people who are wickedly smart. Sadly, and they use it to the worst possible advantage. <laughs> I suppose if you have if you have people who are you know they're they're not where'd you uh, come up with that theory? They're not like just evil villains. <laughs> I mean, they're the worst. Is yeah, it's one of the the few things that percolate to the top constantly. Is is uh you know Hannah Arendt talking about just like the banality of evil? Exactly. I mean, it's it's they don't see it as evil. Nobody thinks of it as evil. In fact, everybody. Rewards the behavior, rewards these like technocratic, uh, you know, meritocrats, these people who fucking like just breathe that. And shit. the most annoying thing is when and it's normal people, like people online dick riding fucking Elon Musk. Fuck that shit. Stop doing that. Social media has given them the skids for the, the next, uh, you know, just the next, um, uh, I don't want to call it the apocalypse, but like just the fucking slope that we're we're in towards the. Um, well, that's why I like glass onion. Just topic. Bottom of the fucking volcano of fucking culture. Yeah, that's why else. glass onion was yeah. uh, enjoyable to me because all headed there. Uh, to me. Edward Norton was basically playing like an Elon Musk, a guy who's not as smart as he's purported to be, but he's uh, cruel enough and he's vicious enough to take what he can get from it in that movie, and I thought. Yeah, this makes total sense. Everyone adores this guy, and they kiss his ass, and they think he's the smartest guy that ever existed. Meanwhile, a lot of it is a charade. It's all bullshit. Just a bunch of image, a bunch of image, luck, and also money. You know, like Elon Musk is not a poor person. He never was. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's there's a weird there's a weird way in which we. Uh, we all have trouble. We all have trouble kind of breaking it down. It is difficult. It takes a lot. It, it takes a lot to just kind of see it from so many fucking different angles. But all right, like Elon Musk, of course, is just the he's the child of people who were digging in fucking mines and making millions and billions of dollars like this. Uh, the idea that he might be some kind of uh, self-started millionaire billionaire whatever is fucking mm -hmm. insane how the fuck do you get the seed yeah. capital for i fucking loathe PayPal? the self-made man where does that come such from? bullshit the self-made 
man is on, such a lie. Yes. It's such a bullshit story that's portrayed. Well, it's, it's a it's it is a fundamental yes. lie. It is fundamentally incorrect. It doesn't exist. That's why I give uh, Schwarzenegger exist. credit because he did no like a whole rant about that way. in some type of bullshit graduation speech he did. And I was like, he okay, did. at least yeah, he's yeah. saying he he's got like a book on it. He's like doing like YouTube videos and shit about that shit now. After his uh, documentary, he did like a chapter in his documentary. Yeah, people helped about him. I am um, not a self-made yes. man. Yes, but his entire thing is that like you can't accept failure. Oh yeah, well that's different. Know, I, yada, yada, yada. I'm just focusing he's, he's on completely that completely. Fucking- it goes to all these people who we. I don't know if people think that the people that are powerful and have a lot of money. He's a person with zero ideology. Yes. Well, no, I don't know about that. I don't care about arguing that point. I just think it's funny now. You talk about BlackRock, Steve, and we heard so much about the DeVosses and during Trump's presidency when Betsy was running the fucking <laughs> Department of Education, which is so, so uh, contradictory and absurd that that happened. But uh, it's gotten quiet there now. But, you know, her son, right, is like one of the most powerful guys in BlackRock. Isn't that right? So I want to go back to, to, to Musk too, because like he didn't, he didn't come up with the idea for PayPal or Tesla, like neither one. <laughs> he's, he's, just, he's basically like Andreessen Horowitz, like, Oh, well, uh, we accidentally invested in Facebook early and yes. made billions. And then we, then we pump and dump crypto and yep. keep doing that. And uh, just keep like, people are just giving them money. Yeah. He lucked, stupid. It's a lucky investment, right? He lucked out. Yeah. And, uh, and Tesla's stock is so fucking inflated because pe- like people want to invest in it because oh they think he's going to do something better than what he does, which is make cars that fucking catch on fire and have wonky wheels or wompy wheels. Go look up the wompy wheels. <laughs> yep. There's a whole fucking website devoted to this. Condolences! The, uh, uh, the, the Shorty Air Force also. Check them out. Trash. And uh, there's a podcast called uh, Tech Won't Save Us that is beginning a uh, four-part uh, series on Musk that started today. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where did- I award you no points. Anyway, yeah, that's that's awesome because I remember hearing about that and I really wanted to listen to it. All right, that's, that's sweet. And but these people I- are this way. Success is not also, a big exaggeration. That's, I think that's the bottom line here to encapsulate your email, Mr. Pink. Yeah. No, no, no. Not only are they not ex- not only are they are they not an exaggeration. They are the they're the they're the fucking rule. Those they are the conditions for our entire economic system. They so uh, you know we've talked about we've kind of like tried to answer questions about like the simulation and all that, and I was recently reading reading again going back through some of my some of my old texts oh. and whatnot and kind of remembered that yeah the the simulation isn't exactly what we all think it might be when it comes to you, you just know, described capitalism the, the simulation is an idea yeah <laughs> this the simulation is an idea that goes uh, way back in linguistics the simulation is that you know your reality is interpolated by symbols and reference uh, language letters uh st- structures you know the the difference between walking into um a dmv uh, in current day and a magnificent post office from, you know 100 years ago it. i Very want it different 
very different context. Uh, that is being part of the symbolic order. I mean, the symbolic order has changed. All it's meant quite to be is like a salve because they know capitalism sucks and they know you're fucked. So here's the little lubricant to make you a better cog in the fucking machine. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, consider just consider putting just consider putting on like a jacket and and pants or maybe a three piece suit even to do physical labor versus what we do now and hey listen it's all great you can wear pajama pants uh to work when you're working yeah. from home that's fantastic you know what's your what's your awesome. point here though yeah i'm However, trying to understand i'm following you i'm listening but i'm not getting it the sim the simulation the simulation is us us existing thank you mike i appreciate that the the simulation is is us existing uh in a world of symbols and reference uh and it is it's like how our how our lives are you know interpolated through language and so it's not about whether or not what we're experiencing is real or not real it is that the real that we experience is a situation we don't ever actually experience a real thing because everything that we experience is already somehow uh somehow translated um you know translated or conferred or whatever so that that when we talk about like simulation it's like well what's what are you afraid of you're afraid of you're afraid of the fact that you're not experiencing reality because you haven't gone to your butt you haven't been i mean if you're absorbed if you're stuck in a world where you're watching fucking news and like you're consuming whatever (sighs) like you are not getting the real i got i just got to jump in on that when you started talking about the simulation i I was thinking you were going to go down like a ray curse while fucking rabbit hole exactly exactly which i first of all i realize is way outside of my wheelhouse but the real simulation is the the realm no one knows what that means we got to be filled in fill the audience in what do you mean steve communicate it's communication and language it's that is that's the simulation the simulation is that like the what we experience as fucking real has never really been real in the way that we thought it was to begin with it's always been a method for manipulation and has always been a way to make us um you know do one thing or another i mean we don't necessarily we have to this is why i'm i'm so I think that like media critique and the ability to like critique movies and all that is, I still believe that's very fucking important because sadly I believe that, you know, media is going to be, I don't know, fucking 90% of, you know, young kids experience going forward and they're going to need to know how to fucking understand it. That's the simulation. Simulation is like everything that you think, you know, is fucking not. So more like, French continental philosophy, like post nineteen forty five, maybe like uh, of course, of course, you know some that. Yes, Deleuze yes. and Guattari, some uh, Derrida. Yeah, but the audience doesn't know that. Help us out here. Come on. Uh, so when I said Ray Kurzweil, he's the guy who thinks that, uh, or one of the people who has said like, "Oh, we may already be living in an actual simulation, like a a, a computer simulation." Ah, okay. Lenny. Which I think is where I like we went wrong before, like before Steve even joined the show, and we were kind of trying to address this. It's like that. That's still several steps, but I mean, he's a futurist, right? He so he's a dipshit. He is already he's a dipshit. Of it <laughs> oh, so you're not a fan yeah. of his? You're just pointing out that was his contention. He's an artist. Yes, got it. Okay, where are we at in society? That is today? the thing. It's, 
you get you get an email that states the question, but you're like, wait a minute, where are you coming from on this? Like, uh, the real symbolic order is language. You know, kind of the initial symbolic order is language. You have human beings who are real, ex- like experiencing real things like fucking hunger that are instinctual, natural, whatever. Um, but then you have symbols that reflect, like, I don't know where to find a kumquat. So now you can find ways to get food. Okay. It's symbolic order. It's always okay. been. All right. Well, forge ahead. Yeah. Right? So point. So I'm, that's yeah. when people like forge, us have got forge, to forge ahead, yeah, Helen. Yeah, fucking forge ahead. Am I right? Uh, Dirty Helen's agreed. Forge ahead, but this the symbolic order is not is not like sci-fi. It's what we experience all the fucking time, and finding some form of authenticity, like actually finding a way to communicate on a one on a kind of one to one understanding, is very elusive. It's very difficult. Okay. I mean, body language is what like. 80% physical or something. Nobody's like expecting much out of you. I think body language is 100% physical. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I, I know what you were yeah, yeah. meaning to say. But, yeah. yes. From point of view. Where are we at in society today? Anyways, okay, thanks, one. Mr. Pink. Hopefully that made some sense of your email. If it didn't, write back to us and tell us what we got wrong or what we did not address more accurately because we always want to try to do that for you. We got one more email. And, oh, what popped in my head when you were talking, Luke, you said something about news, and I just wanted to share that since I started this job, uh, the computer I use at work every day, it has, it's a Windows computer. I've been using Macs now for years, so it's fun to get back on a PC and be on Windows. And That's putting it mildly. There is this thing on the taskbar at the bottom every day. It's always there. It says the temperature and what the weather is, or it'll change to what, uh, I don't know, oil crude prices. It'll just give you some little symbol down there, and you click on it, it opens up this whole box of all of these different news sources, quote-unquote. And, boy, it's just a reminder of how disconnected I've become, and I'm grateful for that when it comes to mainstream media or just like what a typical everyday citizen in the United States is exposed to. Cause that box, it's got like 20 different news stories and they're all from like ABC news or Fox news or uh motley fool or like, just like all of these like typical news sources that I would not Newsweek, Like it's just all this shit too, that can suck you in, distract you. And next thing you know, two hours have gone by and I can't believe I'm actually looking at some of this shit. Like I was reading about two mountaineers who were competing to be the first females to ever climb all the 14 highest peaks died. And I'm like, why am I reading this? What happened? how did I get here? (laughs) (laughs) So you're you're literally like opening up the edge browser at work on (laughs) the... Like when, when you log out of your old Hotmail account and like it reroutes you to like the the, the Microsoft home screen, that's just, putting it mildly. Yep, just a Mike collection of garbage. Cro- you don't have Chrome, dude. I I monitor this on purpose. On anything? Like I I keep a, a Google News tab open all the time because I want to see what news other people are getting. Spread oh. it on. So you want to be aware, but you're not the person that they're trying to get to. You understand the ruse. Yeah, and and it's and it's important. Like, uh, you know, citations need is again fucking amazing podcast, and it, it's important, especially now with like uh, the fucking war in Gaza. Like, uh, oh, we haven't even talked. Yeah, oh, bye. Fucking crazy language coming out of the uh, uh, 
the, the mainstream media apparatus. Like, you know, it, it'll say things like Palestinians received injuries. And then like on the other side, it's like terrorist murders really get, like it's they're all fucking in the bag and don't realize like what conditions are in fucking Gaza. Yep. And then, well, because you are absolutely 100 percent no right in everything of, that you're saying. No mention of the fucking 50 years of oppression like in the, the constant shrinking territory, four hours electricity per day, 56 percent unemployment rate, 97 percent of the water is non-potable, can't fish in their own sea that's right next door. Yep. Can't can't do shit. Can't go can't to a hospital get a fucking perm. Like no medicine. With you by my side, there is no Christmas display that I can't sue the city over. So it's, so it's like, what the fuck did you think would happen? Not this. Two point three seven two point three seven million people in a uh bordered or I would say or just an open air prison. Yeah, uh, hundred and forty yeah. 140 square mile right, open but you would person. think the people that were oppressed so, so badly 50, with more than 50 percent more than 50 percent of them are under 15 yep. years old so any bomb that goes over that fucking wall is by definition fucking slaughtering innocent i take it you own this place men yes you, know? that, you would think that they as a people innocent the jews who suffered the holocaust not. more than other groups would have like a, a more reserved and patient disposition but it's so far removed and individuals aren't the mass right they're not the whole group so these people just respond with more bloodshed and crush people it's awful hamas does a shitty thing attacks kills people that are civilians that don't deserve it but israel retaliates by just bombing every fucking thing within the region including gaza and syria and two airports and that just going to perpetuate this goddamn story over and over and over and over and over again. There's no winning. There's no solutions. It will never end because one side has to actually stop and accept responsibility and maybe do a humanitarian thing. Like maybe what if instead of retaliating like Israel did after the Hamas attack, Israel gave humanitarian aid to people in Gaza and was like, you know what? We need to heal right now. That would never fucking happen. But what if it did? Why, hold on, why, why would they do that if they've been I know, occupying but them for fucking I'm, over It's a fantasy world, right, Luke? I'm saying, what if they just finally realized the error of their ways and did that? That's never going to happen, but I'm just saying, what if? It's, it's, it's their pursuit of mass, manifest destiny. Yep. It's from the fucking river to the sea. Yes. Yep. Netanyahu's a prick. And I, went, I remember when I went to Israel in 2014, I was not as connected to Judaism as at all really i just went because it was a cool trip and it was cheap and it was impossible to ignore this is where you throw us a curveball no, it was possible to ignore when i was in most of our state was in jerusalem like we basically they wouldn't let us go to tel aviv because it was too much fun it was too uh mainstream uh gentile fun i guess if you can do that in tel aviv but jerusalem i saw it we walked by that night i walked by along the fence there's a fucking giant fence at a wall and there's these people behind it that are being fucking crushed and i was like God, how can you ignore this uh, every day? Every fucking day. It was so sad. What did they say? I imagine you Me, asked. Meanwhile, right? did you not ask the Israelis you were hanging out with? Yeah, there were certain people who were individuals who had empathy and they wished that things were different. And then there was others, though, that were like, I was served in the IDF and I am proud of that. And we are here 
because this is our promised land. Oh, I met those people too. They're, they're proud of how they slaughtered yes. hundred people that were like on a peaceful. Yeah, some of them lived in Gaza. One guy lived in Gaza. He was our bus driver. Decades long occupation yep. in Gaza. He was hundred percent a hardcore. Christ. You know, just uh, a nationalist to the extreme. He wasn't that sniper guy that bragged about taking out uh, Palestinian knees. Yeah. In- including that of uh, a, a fucking doctor who is responding to someone who also had their knee shot out. Yes. And that this is a classic example of there's some definite what about is that goes on with this discussion with the Jews versus the Muslim population, the Palestinians or surrounding mm. countries right now. Well, Hamas did this, but what about that? You know, and that's that this to me is like the ultimate what about issue because it'll never change and it'll just topple upon itself again and again, crushing it down. So there's no solutions that leak out that actually have a viable way. Boom! God damn it. It's very depressing. Very depressing. And think about the uh, the phrase yeah. mowing the lawn that the Israelis have been using. Oh, my God. Yeah, I wanted to bring that up. I assume yeah. that means mowing just down people with, shot, with guns? Trimming the hedges. Yes. Just it's- keeping things, keeping it down. Keep it down. Oh, God. But you got to do it. You got to do it a lot. You got to constantly do it to make sure that there is no fucking uh, weeds the coming up. of the Holocaust are so forgotten. It's so, so forgotten. Do- Dude, it is no, it is it is an ongoing genocide, and the thing that makes it uh, even more yeah, it's apartheid fucking, right now. Uh, yeah. Well, of course, of course, but the thing that makes it even fucking worse, of course, is like decades after decades after decades, is that it's it is not so flamboyantly overt. It is a slow rolling genocide, mm-hmm. and it is not. That is why mowing the lawn is like the perfect. And America is Israel's war. ultimate ally. And it's the I best ally the ever to have, term, right? That's actually. a huge part of this because they got America in their back pocket, right? The government, anyways. Well, well no, government. America has no, no. It's 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 no. It's it's a mutually. It's mutually oh, beneficial. Yeah, it is, I mean, but the only the only reason the only reason America and Israel are fucking allies is because like they represent a very like crucial fucking. Uh, they're part of a crucial locus right in the, no i get that in the middle i'm just saying they are there to they are there as a threat they are a fucking like uh you know we can send missiles from them. yeah i mean I, no, i get that a proxy they're a fucking u.s proxy in the middle east that's the only reason they're there and they're there to stop the left they're there to stop anybody from getting any rights whatsoever or water like pretty food, medicine yeah. Et cetera, et cetera. You think we couldn't fucking like uh, Bill Hicks says, like food to hungry people, food at homeless people. <laughs> yeah. yeah, smart food. Yeah, hungry people. <laughs> All right, can we do uh, that? Can't we? Can't we fucking blow down the fucking border wall that actually the the prison wall that keeps everybody? Like, I'm loving the show, and but I got to wrap it up. It's, insane, this has man. been a great episode. I really enjoyed the conversation. I'm sorry. Uh, but that's how it goes. Because the next thing you know, it's fucking seven thirty in the morning. To, I'm like, oh, we should have got to. Yeah, and I'm angry. I don't want to be angry tomorrow. We should get to the Middle East before we talk about like uh, farts. No, and fuck about. that. But this show is our show. We talk about what we want, <laughs> however we want, when we want. <laughs> fuck yeah! And I've got a song oh, yeah. today to close. I'm really getting excited about music lately. Uh, any final comments that didn't get mentioned? Just for the record, before we go to bed, uh, we're we're still building our own border wall. Speaking of oppression. Sounds like it's going well, too. I've actually heard it's uh, it's being built. It's happening. 
panels are going it's, up. It's so funny. <laughs> like Biden's excuse is like, well, the funding was there already, so yeah, I'm not. My hands are tied. This was this was already in motion before I got here. Right? Not a question yep. of enough, pal. It's a zero sum game. Somebody wins, uh, somebody loses. And, and goddamn fucking Elon Musk visiting the border with his fucking backwards cowboy hat. My God, what a fucking dipshit. That's putting it mildly. That guy. Oh, I missed that one. Oh, I missed look that it one. up if you, if you have really to want to get like a rage boner. <laughs> yeah, I get angry every day. I think all my boner. I think they're all rage boners at this point. You're, you have Incredible Hulk dick? That's my secret. I'm angry all the time. I wouldn't like my dick when it's angry. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm getting angry every day. I drive to work angry. I leave angry. It's not good. I feel like it's unhealthy, but you know. Oh, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta move closer, or you know, get a get a job closer. Can't. Sometimes I get like I'm angry when I'm excited. Okay. So so true. But the one benefit is I've I've been feeling music more lately. It's been helping me get through those commutes a little bit more, which is great. Um, also, uh, we didn't read it, but I wanted to just read it because it was super quick. Travis's email titled "Lauren Bobert is not cool." Hey guys, Lauren Bobert may be hot, but she is not cool. That's putting it mildly. Getting groped and groping a dude mere feet away from literal children out in public is not cool. That is all. Thanks, Travis. Appreciate it. Are uh, yeah, that's like diarrhea causing like open carry restaurants cool? <laughs> I guess they're not because the restaurant no longer exists. But I'm making it sound oh, better because the, I'm thinking oh, about right, her boobs, the Lauren, so. uh, That doesn't make her yeah, a better person. Blobert. Yeah. The Lowen Blobert restaurants. Yeah. Start giving me a blue. Norm. Start giving me a blue. Do you guys remember that? Our, this guy, Norm, ran this pool hall in a town we grew up in. It was originally called Roger's Rack. Then Norm bought it and it became Norm's Pool and Arcade. And one night in Windsor in like 1999, the year 2000, we actually ran into fucking Norm crossing a, a crosswalk. In Windsor, it was so bizarre. Shut up. Yeah, it really happened. Yeah, you actually did see. Oh, oh my I, I, God. I wasn't there. It was Liberty and a couple other guys. So it was so crazy that they saw it. <laughs> they remember when that the absolutely cancerous mole was busting <laughs> out of his back? Oh my God, he was huge. This guy was smoking like a fiend. Just always hunched over with his Norm voice with that fucking growth. Man, I hope he's no way he's still alive, Ew. right? No way Norm's still alive. No, no. no, are you kidding? That's Jesus putting in mind. That was. Norm. Oh, he did. He did say that. He did say the nastiest thing I've ever heard in my life. Oh, tell me. Uh, I think I worse than sex, worse than sex comment. <laughs> it's a sex comment. Uh, yes, it's a sex comment. Mike probably already knows what it is. I can't remember what it is, but I know. Yeah, it's about pleasuring a woman. What do you say? You don't want to say it? Her feet involved? Oh, God, I I can't. I can't remember what he said. I honestly can't. But here's the thing. Here's the thing with uh with gross with uh gross old folks like that is they they do have a way. They they do know. Mm, I can't say it because I'm just a, I, I'm <laughs> anyhow. Here's what he said. Here's what he said. Okay. He said he never pleasured a woman until you make her fart. Yes, that's right. <laughs> wow, dude. That's putting it mildly. And it could have been, and he could have, and he could have said the Q word. Yes, possible. Queefy, queefy. Tonight, I'll do queefs. To him, 
That was that was how he knew. That he was yeah, pleasured a woman. <laughs> That's how he hit the spot. <laughs> that was the thing that, that fart spot. That was the thing that fucking it just it grossed me out. But then I was Arm. like, wait a minute, dude, is that your goal? Is that what you were going for? <laughs> you weren't going for the other thing. You just skipped right past that. You were like, oh, did she? Did she fucking? Did she chunk her fucking dunkers? Like, if she didn't do that, then. Mm-mm. Oh wow! That was she had like successful. a mind blowing, like leg shaking orgasm. Just <laughs> yeah. she farted. Yeah. I must have done yeah. something right. That's not enough no. air get trapped in there. I'm in the zone. Air get trapped in there because I have a small dick, <laughs> <laughs> which is probably the thing. Nothing wrong with small dick, man. Small dick's like a disability, no, man. Not at all. Um, not at all. Which you know is a safe like, pod at gmail.com. Send us more emails. Your emails make is. the show. They always <laughs> inspire further conversation. Very excited. Uh, we'll be back next week with a new show, of course. And uh, next week is the Who feast. Said, uh, I'm going to miss you guys at the feast this year, but uh, we're going to have a great yeah, time man. next Thursday. We'll be live doing our thing up in Johannesburg, Michigan. Beautiful Johannesburg or Johannesburg. I don't know how they pronounce it officially. So. Who's that baby dick guy in scary movie? Yeah, that's right. Bobby? No, wait, Bobby's the boyfriend. That guy. Ray? No, Ray's the other guy. That I know you're talking about. Oh, it's the guy from uh, I know Dead face. Man on He's Campus. The face guy. He's the Dead Man on yeah, Campus yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. This guy. <laughs> yeah, and I've, I've been uh, recently did. rewatching uh, Twin Peaks, and that guy fucking Bobby looks like uh, exactly like, uh, uh, what's her name from Girls? Uh, Brian Williams' daughter? Oh, Allison Williams, yeah. Yes, yes. Allison yes, Williams. Allison That's Williams. what it is. I was thinking Jessica for some reason. Uh, I knew that was wrong. <laughs> but, you know, this, this guy, Bobby from Twin Peaks, looks exactly like her. It's freaking me out. Uh, that guy, the better, uh, the dead man on campus guy. Yeah. He doesn't even make the top end of the IMDb cast list for some reason. But whatever. Yeah, that guy. Oh, my God. Bobby looks exactly like her. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> oh, my God. Holy cow. I think his character's name might have been Greg, maybe. Oh, and I just saw an ad for Reba McIntyre on TV, and she looks exactly like Dana Carvey doing a character. Yeah, aren't you excited? She's one yeah, of the new uh, people oh, on The 100%. Voice. Reba, can't wait. Aren't you excited? Reba on The Voice, Steve? Yeah, that's a show I tune into all the time. I know, I dude. love reality TV. Do you guys know me and Steve have like a yeah, weekly private chat? Like every week after The Voice is over, we do like a Zoom chat, and we just cannot stop talking about everything that happened on The Voice. That's not true. We're like, so I think you can't dance. Am I right? <laughs> so uh, I was thinking there was a couple great choices to me. I had three songs I want to play, but I can only pick one. And one of them, Luke, you know, it's almost been 10 fucking years since that Texas is the reason reunion show we went to I in 2014. I literally going to cut you off and say Texas is the reason. I can't All believe right, it. Yeah, that okay. was in 2014 in Washington, D.C. Luke wow, took a bus down from New York City. I flew in. We stayed at Aaron's place. Before we moved into the house he's currently at, and that was a fucking... Couldn't have been 14. I'm so glad we did that. Even though, had to be 13. Oh, it was... It be 13, right? Yeah, I was just going to say I was on opioids. It was... I believe it was yeah. the beginning... <laughs> I believe it. Was, I thought it was the beginning of fourteen. It was February. It was during no, the winter, like midwinter I, break. I left. So, yep, yep. yep. I left, oh yeah, I left November first. You moved uh, back here in February yes, of fourteen, right? Michigan. No, no, no. I moved back November first of thirteen. Really? I th- oh yeah, and then I and then I was living with you. I thought you came in month, like around less than February, a month later. like the no. I, I was I was living with you before. 
Maybe it was right after the new year, but yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought it was. I thought it was right after the new year. But you're right. The Texas it reason was, was 2013. It aligns, it aligns when we started <laughs> living together because I got a job that started in February of 2014. But I had been at my parents' house for a couple of months. There you go. See, now that everyone... I know there people really is. cared about yeah, this. There it is. But yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good one. Yeah, that's fun. It's fun for everybody. Yeah, it's fun. Texas, man. Is there an official uh, BPAP situation there? Like before pills, after pills? <laughs> yes, there definitely is. Yep. There's me knee deep in pills. So that's like a, <laughs> yeah, NDP. His memory, memory is still better. <laughs> His memory is still better than mine. You spelled uh, me actually. with an N? <laughs> yeah, I did. By the way, in Canada, they have the NDP. That's the New Democratic Party. It's a great party. I love it. It's so progressive, but it's like a common party in Canada. It's fucking crazy. It's awesome, though. It's so cool. Uh, why can't we get that happening here? I know. It's run by a guy that would you just wouldn't see it here, it seems like. It's just like, wow, this is cool. This, these people are, have they have place not only as a party, but they are part of the coalition, and it's a big deal. Maybe that's a problem. I mean, would you rather have a coalition government than what we have now? I would <laughs> honestly if there's no other choices I'm just saying if those were the yeah, only give two me a goddamn break just especially for Canada's sake but also for my sake can we get like fucking rid entirely of uh real estate trusts just gigantic companies yeah. buying up all the real estate like you can't fucking live in Toronto if you make like less than $250,000 a year <laughs> I thought it was bad here it's fucking insane there Dude, the fine. How about we get? It is. How about we get rid of anything? Anything that can literally refer to as a financial instrument. Well, Doug Ford's being investigated right now. Doug Ford is the brother of Rob Ford. People might remember, yeah. crack smoking mayor of Toronto. Doug got the job as the premier. The only fun Ontario. guy in fucking politics, other than Hunter Biden. So, well, the problem is his brother yeah. Rob sucks, well, and he's being investigated right now. For exactly that, for these land deals, because rent is so high and affordable housing is even worse in Canada. So he's being investigated. That was last week they announced that, I think. So. Wait a minute. Is Rob Ford... Wait, hold on. Which one was the crazy... Doug crack? Ford is the current yeah. one. Rob Doug was the Ford dead is one. Doug the crack smoking. Yeah. Doug's being investigated. Okay. Rob's dead. And he'll never see Earth okay. again because he's dead. And Rob was not the crack smoker? Rob, uh, Rob was the maybe? crack smoker. Doug is... The current oh, one, was. but rug is just Doug is insidious because rug. he just gets <laughs> call it rug, man. I'm already confused. Let's go with rug, rug, <laughs> rug Ford. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, that's funny because it's so Ford. stupid. Uh, what about uh, Mel Far? Mel Far, superstar <laughs> dealers. Oh, he's got a cape. Damn it. He's got a cape. I don't know where Mel Farr is these days. I miss him. It was a great commercial around here locally in Detroit. I've, I've so. probably returned well, like a hundred kicks with him for touchdowns in Tecmo Super Bowl. <laughs> oh, you, you know, yeah. oh, wait. I was thinking of Mel Gray. God damn it. Oh, Mel Gray is the best, dude. I love Mel Gray. Yeah, yeah. The best right. kicker. And Mel him Farr, and Vi Sikahema. Those guys were some of the best returners <laughs> of the night. Vi Sikahema. What a great name, Vi Sikahema. Uh, by the way, that show name. was February 2013. So I just... You're right, Luke. I was wrong, and I want to give you credit. Thank you. I make mistakes. Sometimes my brain's moving faster on this show, and I make mistakes, and I don't feel like I'm making everyday life, but that's I took okay. a mega bust. 
You did. I took a mega you bus. took the bus down. Amazing. I flew in. Yeah. That's all true. It's fucking sweet. Yeah, I remember because I just no, got this had, tattoo. Like, it was like Wi-Fi, and it was like, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh my yeah. god. Yeah. yeah, the full chest. Yeah, because yes. I lived with Janicek, the and then just because his buddy Casey was staying chest. with us, I ended up getting a full chest tat. If he hadn't lived there, I'm almost certain I never would have got a full chest tat. <laughs> I just, I got caught Man. up. I got caught up at the moment, but I was what also. What ever happened to chest piece face? <laughs> I was also knee deep in pills, so who knows? Anyways. <laughs> All right. So talk about the symbolic order. The, the NDP era. The NDP. <laughs> so I was thinking um, Texas is the reason. And I'm hoping maybe they'll do another reunion tour now because it's almost been 10 years. If they're all still alive, which they are, they might be like, getting the itch. Like, yeah, let's get out yeah. there again. I would love to see them again. They're all very, they're all very healthy. So Great emo band, if you will. To me, I, I never thought of them like that, but I guess they're like emo legends. So I don't care about the labels as such that music critics put on stuff. It was just Texas Reasons got a, one great album, and sometimes that's a benefit. You know, people who keep making albums they start to slip because it's never as good as the first. Texas they the Reason will always have the high standard. So. They have one album. I think they made they an EP, have... possibly. Yeah, you're right. It's one album. It's one album. Yeah, I think they okay, combine yeah, the EP album. later on to make one album. So, Are you going to play a Jack with one eye in, in, in honor of uh, Angry Dicks? <laughs> You wouldn't like, I like back in check out my one eyed jack. It's <laughs> fucking pissed. Deuces, trays, one eyed jack, man with the end. <laughs> man with the X. Your natural seven shakes all. <laughs> oh my god. We used to do this chant. We played poker at our friend's house. They just we were barely 19 years old. Gabowski's, our buddy Chad and Steve got an apartment. We're 19 years old. We're barely I mean, we're just clueless as fuck, but we're having a blast. And we'd play poker there every Friday night and do that chant. It was fun. And one time Laskowski died. That's true. And he's alive to tell the story. That's what's even more amazing about it. So it's crazy. Maybe uh, maybe he'll come on and tell that story because I'd love to hear it again. All right. So he did. It, uh, it was immortalized in the movie Flatliners. Mortal weed heads. All right. So I'm going to go. I love Jack with one eye. It's great. But I, I heard, uh, I think it was Magic Bullet Theory came on. I really like the drums on this one. So we're going to play some Texas is the Reason Magic Bullet Theory. Steve, Luke. Myself oh, yeah. is a safe pot at gmail.com. We love doing this show. We hope you guys enjoy it. And uh, I guess that's it, right, guys? That'll do her. Yeah, Rex's Rex is, yeah. is the teasing if you like <laughs> foot stuff in your Rex Ryan. That's putting it mildly. Yes, sir. All right. Magic Bullet Theory, Texas is the reason. See ya. <laughs>